What up, y'all? As the music is playing, you guys, I want y'all to ping some people in here. We got a great show for y'all tonight. We doing a pop-up show tonight. So y'all welcome to Will Talk Monday. And y'all start pinging some people in. Let's go. I right, hit him with it, Doc. Yes, sir, Doc. Yes, sir. We want to thank our DJ for filling in tonight and kicking it with us tonight. Dale, I appreciate you, bro. You came in and you killed it like I knew you would. We are glad to be back with y'all tonight. Yo, for those of you who don't know, this is Will Talk Monday. I am one of your hosts, James H. Glover III, and I have my co-host, my sister, Miss Hannah up in the building with me on tonight. How you doing, Hannah? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a minute, sis. It's been a minute. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. But y'all trust and believe us. We had to take a little break for a minute, but we back. And uh, we got, actually, we have somebody that we spotlighting tonight on business that uh actually is... Um, Gonna be one that we are spotlighting tonight, Miss Shay Bell. 
for Clutch by Ling. We are sponsored by Clutch by Ling on tonight. What up, say? You good, you good. So tell us a little bit about Clutch by Ling and where they can find your products at. Hold on, because I know I'm going through a bad area right now. Hold on, give me like two seconds. All right, you good. Run these two lights and then I'll be good. Yeah, you're good. It still says poor connection. Okay. Well, most of y'all is around me. Shay Burrow. Uh, my, I have a boutique called Clutch by Lean. Um, I sell clothing for men, women, little boys. Um, I have fedora hats. I have, James, what else I got? <laughs> you have neckties. You have everything. You have a little bit of everything. Um, y'all can go to my website, um, www.clutchfiling. Clutch just with a K. It's in my bio too. It should be. Yep. So you, so you all definitely support her. I, I definitely can tell y'all her products are the truth. I've gotten a couple of hats from her. I'm still waiting on one. But that's me there, not there. I got you. I promise. Yeah, that, yeah, that one is my fault. The one that I'm waiting on is my fault. But no, I got wigs too, bundles, everything. Oh yeah, and you do lashes too. You got lashes too. Yeah, so. I got. La- I'm glad you know, cause I'm finna order some tonight. Yep, you know I got you. I got you. So y'all definitely. Sorry, y'all just left from eating, so I'm fat right now. Y'all definitely support Clutched by Ling, okay? All right, y'all. So definitely stay tuned. I will actually be posting that on our page as well, on the Facebook page and on the Instagram page, so that you can know the website to go to to get products from her. So. So you all if definitely. If it's something you're interested in, if it's something specific y'all want, yeah. let me know because I I can find stuff too. So I want some I lashes. You want some lashes? Yeah. So y'all. Wait, de- I'm gonna just let you with some, okay? Hey, JV. Hey, sister. What's going on, Shay? What's going on, Eric? What's going on, Shay? Yeah. Hey, Shay, 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 Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. So y'all. So, y'all, we got a great topic for y'all tonight, and we're going to need y'all's help as well answering some of these questions, because I promise y'all, we got a fire one for y'all tonight. But before we jump into that, we're going to jump into the Roots Facts of the Week. Hannah, go on ahead, drop them with the Roots Facts for this week. Of state, and so that was really exciting. My, you know, my high school years that happened. 
1937. He passed away today. He was an American politician, diplomat, statesman, and four-star general who served as the 65th United States Secretary of State from 2001 to 2005. He was the first African-American Secretary of State. And he was the highest ranking African American in the federal executive branch history. So that's another good thing about him. Just he just you know made a lot of ways and paved a lot of things and did things that people still to this day have not achieved besides him. Um, so he was the 16th United States National Security Advisor from 1987 to 1989, and he was the 12th Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff from 1989 to 1993. And that is our Roots Facts for today. So, y'all, if y'all don't know, now y'all know. The reason why we do the Roots Facts every week is, let's be real, a lot of the times our history is not taught. So the only way that we're going to know is if we do Roots Facts and get to know our own history, our own self. So I definitely thank my sister Hannah for coming up with this idea when she came on as my co-host for the show. I really appreciate her for the, coming up with this idea of doing this. And now we about to jump into this fire topic that we got for y'all. Hannah, go on ahead introduce the topic. And we're going to definitely be opening it up for you all to respond to some of these questions as well. So go on ahead, Hannah. The most, now we're going to define why most likely people hate. You, a lot of the times people are hating is because you've improved and they haven't. How many of us in here can honestly say that you've went to another level and you've actually witnessed somebody that you've tried to help get to that next level as well, start hating on you and start saying, oh, you think you're better than everybody else. When in all honesty, all you were trying to do was improve yourself. So a lot of the times we, a lot of times people are hating because you're improving and they're still stuck on level one. Any comments on that before we go on to the next reason why? All right, Hannah, I'll let you read the next one. And once again, a lot of the times we have that crab in a bucket mentality. A lot of the times. If I'm not winning, I don't want to see you win. But in all honesty, we got to stop that. We have to stop that mentality. The only way that we're going to get better as a people, the only way that we're going to grow is if we stop with the crab in the bucket mentality. Stop competing with each other all the time and realize if one of us win, we all win. Because in all honesty, all that's doing is improving somebody else's senses of getting to that next level. So, so we definitely, that's another thing that we got to stop doing. And another reason why sometimes people are hating is 
you didn't fail. Haters want to see you fail. They want to watch you fall down. Be, watching you be successful is not good enough for them. They want to have something to talk about. So if you're winning, if you're succeeding, and you're doing everything that they can't do, of course they're going to talk. Anybody got anything they want to add to this at this point? If at any time you want to add something to this, blink your mic and we'll acknowledge you. All right, Hannah, go on ahead with the next part. Um, reason, another thing that people have a lot of hatred about now, besides what we just touched on, people hating other people. Like, a lot of people hate their job, like, to a level that sometimes it's just, it's unhealthy, it's toxic, and that's all they talk about is how much they hate their job. They don't focus on, like, a job is just a tool to provide the resources you need. Yes, you spend a lot of time there, but it's not everything. And we have to be in that mindset. So, um, and people get caught in that mentality. Basically, it starts with having unrealistic, high expectations of what their day-to-day work lives should be like or would be like. So if they like continue to add duties, um, people get really frustrated and angry. And then they don't know how to, if possible, because it's not always possible, communicate it back and say, hey, you know, this is what I signed up for. You know, this is the offer letter. And I really can't figure out how to get this in the mix and make all this work. Um, And then sometimes you have an employer where they don't want to hear that. They just want to push, push, push. So, you know, that creates hate towards your job as well because you're not being heard. Your wishes aren't being met. And it's just an unrealistic situation. Facts. Definitely. Another reason why is impatience and frustration because your career, they want career advancement in months versus years. Let's be real. We live in a microwave society. We want things quick, fast, and in a hurry. And a lot of the times, the microwave ain't even quick for us, quick enough for us nowadays. So if we're sitting here and we're seeing we're not seeing the success at that level that we wanted, then yeah, a lot of the times, a lot of people start hating at that point. They start having resentment towards their job. Hannah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Social media overload. A lot of people, I live in on social media and like, I mean, there's just, it's the end of the world. Some people really lost it when it was down a couple, was it two weeks ago, a week ago? Yeah, about two so, weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. People, like, idolize everything on there. Like, everybody wants a body that's, you know, bought by people going through that. Um, 4C hair. You know, just, like, it's just, like, everything you see on social media, they're giving you this image. And some people are taking it to the level that that's all they know. They're not relying on what they were taught when they were growing up. They're not relying on their background spiritually. Um, they're just building their whole life based off of what they see on social media. And when that I mean like uh, all the super fake forex traders that are on there flexing mm-hmm. and jumping in DMs, the multi-level marketing people that are just pushing and pursuing, like all of that. Like so, you're seeing them with the Louis Vuitton and the things that you're thinking. Okay, I'm working this job. 
I got fifty thousand dollars in student loans, and this job is only paying forty thousand dollars. What you know? So you're looking at these other people that are finding a quick and easy way, and you're seeing them live the glorious life, and you're trying to figure out how you did all this. You got education experience, and you just got this. And then the cost of living is just like constantly increasing. So you're unhappy because what they sold you as a dream did not become your reality. You can't understand why you came up short, especially millennials. We definitely feel that way. Like, because like they instilled in us, oh, I remember in elementary school, they were like third or fourth grade. There's blue collar, white collar, this, this, and that. And now we've all graduated and we got experience and then the stuff is not matching up. Like it's not. No, <laughs> it's so not. That creates issues, you know. When you pay in Saturday May and everybody else, and it's just not working out. That's very frustrating, and that creates a very unhappy work environment because you're not what they taught us for years didn't come to pass. And it didn't. It didn't. Like we was taught that as long as you pay what you're supposed to pay, as long as you do what you're supposed to do. You're going to be all right. You're going to be successful. But yet and still, what they fail to tell us is you can do all of that and still wind up not getting on that level that you want to get on. You could do all that and still not be successful. So and we got to realize that there's different levels of success. We got to realize that my level of success may not be somebody else's level of success, but yet and still. As long as God has given us breath in our body and the strength and mindset to continue to improve, then guess what? We're being successful because you're improving on what you need to improve on to get to that next level. And another thing, another reason why is employers aren't who aren't providing new opportunities are complying reasons for us to stick around. They aren't really making it worth our while to stick around. I mean, let's be real. I know people that was making more money off of unemployment than what they was making while working. That's a problem. <laughs> if I can make more money being unemployed than I can working, why am I wanting to get a job at this point? Let's be real. Another thing that we got to discuss is children sometimes hate. And the reason why is we're going to jump into that. Hannah, I'm going to let you jump right into that one. She has um, African-American curtains, you know, 
and then I found some pink rugs to go with it because it's hard to find a lot of stuff for her birthday cake this year. I was determined to get an African-American Barbie because I need her to know that it's okay. I did a big chop on my hair because she was starting to feel incompetent about her hair because I was wearing my hair relaxed and she wanted her hair straight. And I want her to understand that she can't wear her natural hair. Be proud of yourself. Love yourself because the world is already going to hate you no matter what down the road. So I got to instill you to be strong. And so I tell her, like, you know, I was like, I'll cut my hair and then my hair will be like yours. And then I've started now, and she's eight. Okay, we're going to go to the beauty shop once a month. You go to the beauty shop and get your hair done and just get your hair twisted up and washed and all that kind of stuff. So all the hate that my daughter has experienced has always been by kids. It's been by kids. And what's sad and crazy is this by my own people. Um, and then when she was at, she went to a summer camp when we were first dealing with COVID. And this little girl, she was like, um, she was just turned seven. This happened at six, first grade. And the little girl was like, oh, you're fat, you know. And she's not big, but either way, we shouldn't be telling each other that you're fat or you're not at six. Like, I know we did it when we were older, but not at six. Mm-hmm. Like, we were riding our bikes. We were sidewalk chalking, jump roping. You know, trying to do something different than just be so mean and cruel. And so I just, the children, when it comes to the children, it's just, it amazes me that they're so young and they're that way. And I just don't, I guess it's something they're being taught because I can't see how else you would think that that's okay. Facts. Facts. And like you said, it's got to be taught because as a child, you don't grow up just like, you don't come out of your mother's room hating on somebody. You don't do that. So it's taught. And it's definitely taught. And we got to like have these conversations like what we are having today, where we are talking about this, because that's the only way that things are going to get better. I think Fee has something to say. Did you have something you were trying to say, Fee? I do. Okay. I, um, I think yeah, I look at hate in two different things forms especially looking at the definition one of the fee we kind of lost you sis version or extreme hostility towards to detest a lot of the times i think you know i don't like to say i hate someone so if i say i hate someone in my lifetime i've only hated two people um and i had a reason why you know i don't think i think there's a difference from hating someone and hating on someone because even in the dictionary it gives a definition for to hate on that's an informal verb phrase to towards criticize or i love you too kamari belittle usually unfairly so there's a difference. You know, when you hate on someone, there's usually a lot of the times you have no valid reason to feel that way. When you hate someone, usually there it's for a reason. Something had to happen for you to hate someone. Because I love intense feeling. Hate isn't something that you you know, it's really petty hatred. There's a reason behind it. Hating on someone that's petty, there usually is no reason behind it. So, 
that's all I wanted to say. Hello, you see. Yo, and that is <laughs> that was on point. That's definitely on point, Fee. And we we appreciate that. Anybody else got anything they want to add to it on hating or hating on someone or hating someone? Anybody else got anything they want to add to this uh, before we continue? Because let's be real, we deal with that. Um, sorry, I'm bringing water. <laughs> Go on ahead, sir. I agree with B. I definitely agree 100% with what B just said. Okay. And it's good. Yeah, I mean, it was right on point what B said. It's, you can't really get any better than that after that. So another thing that we got to realize is a lot of the time with kids, they don't know any better. As we said, they was taught this they was taught this and they believe what they are doing is right so we got to realize that hating or hating on someone or hatred towards someone is a lifestyle that is taught it isn't something that you learn overnight so since it's something that you that you didn't learn overnight it's not something that you can break overnight neither you gotta go through some things in order to break that cycle and the best way to break that cycle is, like I said, conversations like what we are having tonight on Real Talk Monday, which is like, how can we solve this? How can we solve this? How can we stop this? Because let's be real, in our own communities, we can be honest and say a lot of the times, white people ain't the ones hating on us. It's us ourselves. I get it. I get it. It's because a lot of the times I was always taught this. Sometimes the bully got something going on with themselves that they don't like. So in order for them to keep you from seeing what they got going on with them, they would rather pick on your imperfections instead of dealing with what's going on with them. Yeah, I agree with you, Shay. Um, some of my most difficult friendships has been with people who their home life, their upbringing was different than mine. Um, I feel like you, we learn. Yes, hold on, Kamari. I feel like we learn how to treat people and how to handle conflict by how we're brought up. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, Jay. Yeah, and you know, also like, you know, I've always heard, well, sometimes heard, and I've even felt that way, like, well, why do they have this and I don't have that? You know, seeing somebody with a lot more than what you have growing up, those type of things, or seeing, like, for example, I guess you could put that in the hating category because in a way it kind of is. Like I said, you know, seeing someone have more than you and it's like, I'm doing everything right. And I'm not getting anywhere, you know, but then it also falls on the thing of having faith. If, 
you go to church and stuff. Facts. Facts. And if you don't want to be so hard on yourself or whoever would have that type of feeling to not say you're hating, you know, I would just say, you know, have a little jealousy. I know it's not as, you know, but hate is such a strong word, you know, and titles. Sometimes you don't want to place certain names to things, so it really doesn't become that. You know, jealousy, you know, that's to be a little jealousy. And I feel like all feelings, you know, sometimes they're valid because that's how you feel. And it le- it allows for us to be able to, niece is here, I'm sorry. It allows for us to be able to process through it and handle it once we are able to speak what it actually is. That's it. Very true, very true. In, in, a, in some cases, you know, uh, people hate other people. Because they want to make themselves feel better, you know. They feel they they just feel like they don't add uh, add up. They don't feel that they have what other people have, or if they see other people, you know, gaining and and uh, you know achieving different things. Sometimes they hate because they feel like I'm no good. I'm not going to accomplish anything. So they try to hate somebody else in order to forget about <clears throat> about what they're feeling about their self and and that makes them feel better very true very true but it always goes back to something that uh i've heard the jackson southerners saying a million times and i've heard my father saying it a million times with our group don't look down on a man unless you're picking him up you know you can't look down on somebody else if you're not able to pick them up. If you're not going to try to reach down and pick them up and try to help them out in the situation that they're in. And if you're in a low point in your life, don't be scared to ask for help. A lot of the times in our communities, the biggest problem is we have the Superman syndrome or the Superwoman syndrome where we don't want anybody judging us. So instead of somebody judging us, we would rather just go through situations by ourselves. God did not intend you to go through these situations by yourself. Find you somebody that you can talk to. I don't think it's necessarily always the fear of judging. It could be the fear of rejection. That too. That too. Because they because when I say you do go to somebody, you do, get, you know, you trust them and you do, you know, ask for assistance or if you could get assistance, you know, get me to someone who could give me assistance or whatnot and they reject you. And then all the time you're like, you never wanted to say anything in the first place and see it's like once you get rejected, you're like, okay, you know what? I'm good. And then you, then you. I guess get the Superman or Superwoman syndrome to where at this point I'm just not going to ask anybody for anything. Right. And I'll pursue it. Right. But to refresh the room to those who are just coming back in, what we are talking about tonight is hating and hatred. How how is 
how do we get to that point to where you are hating on somebody or you have hatred in your heart towards somebody? We know that it isn't good to hate on somebody. We know that it isn't good to have hatred towards somebody. But the question is, how do we get to that point to where that's where we are at? And right now we are talking about how sometimes kids can do it. And one of the last things that we have on here is a lot of the times the reason why kids are hating or they have hatred towards others is because they're following the example of their parents or people who they idolize. So if they sitting here on social media and they see a sports star that they think is just the best thing ever, hating on somebody of a different ethnicity or hating on somebody that looks a different way, then guess what? They're going to think that's okay because this person doesn't. Or if they see their parents doing it, guess what? They're going to do that same thing. And then once they get older, it's going to be hard to break that habit. Hannah, you got anything you want to add to that? Anybody else got anything y'all want to add? Because this is a great topic tonight. So now I guess the last question that I have is how do we improve on the situation? How do we improve to get to a better state? How do we get to the point to where we're not hating on anybody anymore? Into where we stop having hatred in our heart towards people. Anybody can answer that question. Repeat the question again. How do we get to the point to where we stop having hatred in our heart towards people? Or to the point to where we stop hating on others? How do we get to that point? identify that it's a problem first 
Because if they don't identify that it's a problem, they're always going to be going through the same 360 all the time. So like she said, self-evaluation is going to start with the person, that person in themselves and who they are on the inside and who they choose to be for the future. And if they actually identify that, hey, I am the problem. Facts. You got Yep. You got yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, Go on ahead, Fee. Go on ahead. I was going to say, and that's only if it's you're hating on someone, you know, that's the, the belittling factor. If you hate someone, you kind of have to, you know, like I said earlier, that's usually a lot of the times the person has done something to you for you to hate them, you know. Because that's a very strong emotion, you know. And the Bible says, you know, we're not supposed to hate people. So that's a very strong emotion. You don't want to say you're hating someone and you hate a person. And you don't really hate them. You might just be jealous of them, you know, offended by them. But if I, if I hate you, I have to first forgive you for whatever happened. Um. Because you can't, you, you know, you're not going to be able to process through that hate until you forgive that person for whatever they did to you. And once you forgive them, usually it, you know, you're able to just move on. I remember, you know, I said I hated two people in my life. Um, one was a teacher, my fifth grade teacher. I hated her because she was racist towards me. And that was something, you know, back when I was a child, I didn't know how to articulate that to my parents so I internalized it but it caused me to hate her and I told her over the summer after you know I was in her class and I meant that I meant that I didn't get over that until hey, you tell her you hate her I surely did because ah! I meant it um yeah, I, did. I didn't get over that until I was in like 10th grade and she was no longer a teacher. She had married somebody. And I had had my first job. And she married into like a, an Asian family. They owned a Chinese restaurant. So I walk in this Chinese restaurant. And there she was at the front desk. You know, she would take the orders and everything. And it was over that 10th grade, after I had completed 10th grade, because you know, I was 16. Over that summer, I was finally able to forgive her because I hated her all those years. But I was finally able to forgive her, and no, I no longer hate her. So, yeah, and she didn't have to say anything to me. I mean, she was nice to me. She remembered who I was, but it took me years to get over that hate that I had for her. So that's why I say that's such a... Usually, when you hate someone, they really had to do something to you because that's a that's a very strong emotion that's not easy to break. Hating on someone, that's petty stuff. They don't do anything to you. Uh-uh. But hate? Uh-uh. And I agree with what Laditra and Shay said. You know, it, it, it got to work on you. Like, I had to work on myself and process through that. That's it. Now, hate can also come from uh, other stimulus. For instance, <clears throat> and I, I know of cases like this, 
But uh, let's say uh, uh, a mother has a child, and that child is so young, it, it's impossible that it has done anything to that mother. But maybe there was something that the father did, walked out on her, beat her, whatever. But that child looks so much like that father that it, Come reminds, on, her, it reminds her of him so much that she can't stand that child. And then it go on and on. And then especially when he get older, if or that child, it could be a, it could even be a female, but uh, that child starts having the characteristics of the father, or maybe the way they walk and talk. The more that child remind her of that father, she begins to hate that child. And sometimes to the point, I hate to say it, but like nowadays, sometimes to the point that they want to kill the child. And hopefully, instead of doing that, you know, maybe they decide, I don't want this child in my presence. The father got to take it. And if the father don't want it, hopefully they'll let it go uh, be adopted out. But uh, sometimes, you know, hate can be external. I agree with you, Mr. Eric. Yeah, me as well. Man, y'all... I definitely bringing up some great points tonight. And uh, this is why we do these discussions so that we can kind of continue to get better, to heal, to get to a better place in our lives. Because let's be real. If we are honest, we all know somebody that has been holding a grudge or holding hatred in their heart towards somebody that is dead and gone. And we thinking to ourselves, oh, I'm going to fix them. I'm going to hate them. I'm going to be mad at them. I'm going to be mad at them. Holding on to that hate ain't doing nothing but lessening your days on this earth. Let's just be real. The other person's in their grave and they done forgot all about the situation. But you holding on to it and instead of being better, you're still bitter off of that situation. When people die is when people realize, dang, I should have fixed it. But it's too late then because you can't have no more talks. That person's dead and gone. I uh, yeah. add one more, one yeah. more area to that hatred between siblings because they feel that uh, one sibling is favored more than uh, than the other. Yeah, that's real. That's real. And you all, we appreciate y'all walking with us tonight. We really do appreciate it. We will definitely be back in November. We will be back on our regular schedule on Facebook and on YouTube. So y'all definitely stay looking out for that. We just wanted to do a pop-up show for you all. Thank y'all for walking with us. And as I always say, before I turn it over to my co-host, Miss Hannah, sometimes our disappointments are nothing more than God's appointments, meaning... Some things that we looking at is bad. God is only turning it around for our good. Stay blessed, be blessed, and be a blessing to someone else. Hannah, what you got for them? Thank you all for tuning in with us tonight. We appreciate the interaction and feedback. And we hope that you join us again real soon. All right, y'all. Peace. Love y'all. By the way, my birthday is on Wednesday and my cash app is in my bio. God bless y'all. Period. <laughs> Bye.
you for supporting Rev JHG3 Ministry, whether it be PRL, Real Talk Monday, Godly View, or one of our many podcasts. Your support is greatly appreciated. If you would like to be a blessing to us, you can cash up dollar sign Rev JHG3 Ministry. If you would like to inquire about booking, you can email us at RevJHG3Ministry at gmail.com. We thank you and have a blessed day.